Everybody to see you 2023. Today we have Seeking Divinity with Tati. I am so excited for today's show because today is an extraordinary show with Tati Chappell. And what makes it even more special is that it's September 2023. As we enter this auspicious month, we are presented with a unique opportunity to embrace transformation and growth. The energies of September align with new beginnings, making the perfect time to delve in the mysteries of spirituality and intuitive insight. We are welcome you, everybody, on this journey that we are starting today with Sati, a journey of self-discovery as we explore the profound and the unknown. Whether you're a long-time spiritual seeker or just beginning your path, today's show promises to offer valuable insights and guidance. So, without further ado, let's dive into and unlock the wisdom that awaits with our host today, Sati. Hello, everyone. Hey, Miss Claudia. How are you guys doing uh, today, considering that the full moon is still upon us? And this super moon, I don't know about you guys, but boy, was it intense. Anybody else feel (laughs) that way? I did. I did, too. Yeah. The emotions of it. I mean, it's a Pisces full moon so and a super moon. So, you know, you're going to expect it. But, oh, Lord, have mercy. Those emotions were something else sometimes. <laughs> yep, sorry. Sati, so, yes, it was so intense. <laughs> And when the moon is doing that, along with, we are, um, I believe we are also in Mercury retrograde. So what do you feel these two um, events affect us mostly? Well, um, you know, Mercury retrograde is a really interesting thing. I know that it has this real negative connotation. But the thing that I always find with Mercury retrograde for me, and I believe it is for others as well, but I think that for most people, they're so focused on the traditional concepts of Mercury retrograde. Your car breaks down, your your computer breaks down, your phone breaks down, your um, contracts break down, like, you know, all of that stuff that I think that people don't often realize what I'm about to say. But Mercury retrograde, Mercury is this amazing, wonderful planet of communication. And it willingly tells us all kinds of things. So oftentimes when I think of Mercury retrograde, my experience and from what I have, you know, discussed with my guides about it. Um, It comes across as being a great opportunity to do some listening. Now, for me, that listening is within, the the listening of my internal being um, or listening to my guides or listening to the divine or listening to the, the, the wind and the trees or nature, you know, fill in the blank, listening to what? Um, but it's always that I turn inward 
at that at that point um, with Mercury retrograde. When you think of Mercury going direct, that's usually when we talk. That's usually when we're giving out information and um, you know going around and 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 spewing our wisdom to the world, giving our two cents worth. Um, so you know that's why. For me, I always experience it as that internal conversation. Um, and like I said, you know, there's always so much fun with Mercury. It gets such a bad rap. But I invite you guys to consider the possibility and to test it. Find out for yourself if it works this way for you as well. And because um, I am told that it works this way for many people. Um, but, you know, see if it doesn't help you to turn inward. So, you know, you've got that coupled with this full moon in Pisces, which is, you know, the Pisces full moon is great for psychic work, um, great for listening to the divine and hearing your guides and getting those wonderful messages, um, getting clarity, um, having illumination come into things that you may have had questions about for a really long time. I mean, Actually, the Pisces moon, that, that was, that's my native moon um, in my birth chart. I'm a Pisces moon. So this moon in particular for me was a wowza. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you couple those two together, the internal look with the, um, the retrograde of Mercury and the internal conversations, the, the listening that is required. And then dealing with looking at exploring um, deep emotions or uh, lots of dream work or um, lots of psychic experiences and communication uh, with your guides and master teachers. I mean, you know, that all just fits really, really well together. Thank you. So, you're welcome. Thanks uh, yeah. for asking. It was a great question. Yeah, you know, it's, it's always, to me, it's always, always amazing how all of these energies, it, when you know about them, then you can work with them and make your life more interesting and also more, you can expand your consciousness in ways that you weren't, weren't able before. And so one of the things that I wanted to ask you is, are we ready to take callers, or is there anything else that you feel that we should know before we take those callers? Oh, absolutely. And yeah, you know, I always like to um, ask the guides, what is the main energy for this week or for the month coming up? And um, they had quite a bit to say today. Not a surprise considering the uh, full moon and Mercury retrograde. <laughs> but, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the quick down and dirty version. But they're talking about consistency, constancy, both of those. They're slightly different, but they're similar enough to, to work with as one thing. Um, habits and hope and conditioning. So here we go. Um, the advice for the upcoming month, and this is for the whole month of September, is to really be constant, uh, to work on your consistency, to make sure that you are consistent. Um, that whole concept of constancy, of, of if, if you say to yourself or your loved one you want to show up, do it and be consistent with that, be constant with that. Um, here we're looking at two things, your habits and your conditioning. Now your habits and your conditioning have created you in a lot of ways. I mean, it's not the only elements uh, that have created you, but they have helped to make you who you are. 
Um, and these can be good or bad, right? I mean, you can have good habits. You can get up in the morning and you can meditate and you can eat right for your, your day and, and be on time and make sure all of your ducks are in a row and, you know, those are good habits. Or you could do the opposite of all of those and they would be bad habits. Maybe you get up and you procrastinate or it takes you forever. You have to hit the snooze button five times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? So look at these be aware of what your habits are, both those that you no longer wish for, um, no longer need, and those that you would like to create more of or those that serve you really, really well. Um, know yourself, in other words. Know which ones are which, which are the habits that are good for you, which are the ones that are not, because this is going to help bring a lot of hope um, and a lot of clarity as the month moves forward. Um, so let's see. I wrote these down. <laughs> Recognize and celebrate. I liked that one. Recognize and celebrate steady progress. Steady progress towards a goal. Steady progress towards what you're wanting. Steady progress of even just creating a brand new, very useful, very helpful habit. Or steady progress in getting rid of a habit that no longer serves you, um, all of that, right? So recognize and celebrate steady progress forward. Be consistent and dependable. Now, I spoke about consistency already, but the dependability here, I liked how they put this. They said be, de be dependable to yourself first dependable to yourself. Allow yourself to be someone that you can depend on. N not that your mother, your daughter, your sister, your best friend, your brother, your uncle can depend on, your, your boss can depend on. Be somebody that you can depend on yourself. That opens up an enormous world of possibilities to be able to depend on yourself and to know that you are gaining clarity every day. You're becoming more of who you really are and you're seeing more clearly every day and you're seeing yourself more clearly every day. That's a huge one, my friends. I was really excited when they handed that one over. And then finally, they said, this is a great month. A illumination, illumination comes. So it's kind of like this whole big message, right? Um, be aware of who you are, your, your positives, your negatives, your, your good habits, your bad habits, whatever you want to say. Be constant, be consistent, and Depend on yourself and be dependable for yourself. I loved that one. I think that's got to be my favorite. And then illumination comes. So there we go for the whole month of September. Sounds like it's going to be a fun month, huh? It is. I can't wait. So I was ready to go to Maryland and bring our first caller today, Terry. Hey, Sati. Hi, Sati. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, very well. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, it was very interesting hearing uh, the list, uh, we can call it that, of what we should be doing for ourselves. <laughs> it was literally a confirmation of everything that I am doing. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's always yeah, that a was, big point in your favor, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's when we stay present and really it's about going within and uh, trusting, trusting what we don't physically see, but trusting what our inner guidance, isn't it true? Right, absolutely. And, and sometimes it can be hard to do, but it's always rewarding, always rewarding. Absolutely. So may I ask a question? Of course. Thank you so much. So I found myself on the trajectory of 
massive expansion with ease and grace. It was fabulous and still is in this bubble that I know it's to ground me and allow me to, uh, I guess, rest. Let's use that word. Uh, and as humans, we're like, okay, now I'm ready because <laughs> I've rested enough. But during that time, several things happened, some physical things, emotional things. And I know it was all for me. I totally understand that. However, September, I know moving into, you know, the final quarter of the year and uh, cleaning house and expanding, I, I had some ideas from other intuitives and myself that September was going to be a huge expanded month going into 2024. And so I'm asking during the end of the phase of resting where my energy is going and, and then is it still on the same path? Like I was expecting a contract this year to project me into massive exposure and I know it's the first of the month and we all sit and anticipate with excitement and joy, but I'm wanting to know where my path is. It's still on that trajectory with the expansion. Will I be getting that contract that I so, so have been manifesting? Great question. Okay. All right. So I wanted to look at this um, a couple different ways before I went ahead and answer. Um, so here's what I'm going to say to you, um, Terry. And, you know, one of the things that I want to say is that, yeah, you are protected and you are supported and you have been very, very busy working and there has been a lot going on. It's like, um, I see you kind of as a juggler and you've been, you've had a whole lot of different things up in the air, not just all balls. <laughs> you've, you've had a bunch of things up in the air that you have been juggling, right? And so you're kind of waiting for a lot of things to come down to earth and I understand all of that, but you are moving forward and you are still moving forward on track. Whenever there are delays that come into things, and, you know, I use the word delay with quotes around it because that is our perception of it. In actuality, from the standpoint of the universe, there is no such thing as a delay. There is only perfect timing. So when we perceive of a delay, it's usually because we have, let's say, an agenda that um, we think the, the timing has to be such and such. Um, and, you know, the universe agrees. The universe is really, really clear. You don't want to pick an apple when it's not ripe, and you certainly don't want to pick it when it's already rotting. You want to eat that banana or that apple or that tomato when it's just in that perfect state of, of fullness. And for you, you are not quite yet in that perfect state fullness, and it is no fault of yours. It has nothing to do with Anything you are doing or you are not doing, it has to do mainly with the timing that you thought it would be in and the timing of the universe, they're not always the same. So when I look at you, what I see is I see you standing on the foundation almost over like what I would call a river because there's a lot of the stuff moving underneath you. But because you're on the foundation, you can't see that. You can't feel it as easily. Um, and so it may not seem like things are moving forward, but they really are. And I know that was kind of a long-winded answer, um, but that is exactly how your guides wanted you to hear the answer because it is answering a bunch of other questions kind of at the same time. Does that make sense? Yes. 
Yes. Yes, yes. Okay. So what I can tell you is that at the quarter moon, right, when we come into the next quarter moon, do a little ritual that your timing and the universe's timing align. When we get to the third quarter moon in September, do a second little ritual that your timing and the universe's timing are aligned and let it go. You will be good to go and everything will be right on track then. Awesome. I'm really good at letting things go. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, you are, absolutely. And all this does is it just provides an energetic aligning because things are not quite fully aligned. So it will help to make sure everything is are aligned and ready to go. And then, boom, you move into October and things start moving forward again really fast. So don't be surprised if they move fast once, <laughs> once, once this alignment occurs. Okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You are and so thanks welcome. For thanks for calling. And happy birthday to Terry. This was a, um, she had her birthday last month, but we, we, she liked so much to be with you, Sati, that we allow her to come this time. Okay, so now we're going to go with Take My Call user. This is in Southport, and her name is Kathy. Hello. Awesome. Hey, Kathy. <laughs> Hi, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. And that sounds so corny, but I do appreciate it. Um, my, my question is a little no, bit different. No, appreciation is never corny. It's always wonderful. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for affirming. Um, my, my question is a little bit different. Uh, first, I would like to start by saying that I've been a little disconnected from spirit, I feel. You know, I had a long history of consistent meditation, and I've fallen off of that um, platform, and now I just kind of muddle along. But in this process of still remaining somewhat connected and aware, I find myself lately having a lot of dreams about family members and friends who have died. And most recently, I received a message from one that said he was sending me red paintings and um, with messages. So I, if you could just comment on, on that, uh, mainly the dreamscape and anything else that comes in. Absolutely. So interestingly enough, um, uh, and, and Claudia will attest to this, my next show kind of has a lot to do with what you're speaking of. Um, It's going to be in October, and it's going to be in the middle of the month. Um, October happens to be one of my favorite months because, well, first off, it's my birthday, and second off because (laughs) um, it's Halloween, and I love Halloween. But what we decided to do this year was to do a radio show on death and the afterlife. So you'll hear a lot of interesting things. Um, Please make sure you tune in, especially since you are getting a little bit of a personal preview of that show yourself, Miss Kathy. Um, Okay. So one of the things here... One of the things here is rediscovery of kind of an old talent. You may have forgotten or may have kind of put on the shelf for a while or maybe walked away from because, you know, sometimes it can be a little too much to have um, those that have passed on come and visit. Uh, And (laughs) sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's not. You never really know. But um, it's rediscovering, I I feel like you're rediscovering this uh, talent or ability um, within you has always been there um, and has kind of shown up off and on throughout many lifetimes. Um, So where you are at with it is kind of reawakening to it. And an easy place for you to do this is in your sleep and your dreams. You get a lot of teachings in your sleep and in your dreams. Um, some of them are subconscious, some of them are conscious, but you know um, you're really receptive to all of that, which is which is fantastic and and gives you, I think, an advantage um, over over uh, a, a 
a lot of other, maybe say a lot of other people, or over your life and over situations in general. Um, as far as your friend goes, that who has been coming in and talking to you recently, male um, and past, this individual is in some ways asking for a little bit of help. And how you can help is to think of preparing a little bit of a space for him, not in your world, but in his. What a lot of people don't realize is that when we pray, and I'm just going to use that word for a moment because it's universally understood immediately. When we pray for people, we can pray for things in arrears, meaning we can pray for things that have already happened. We can pray for Winston Churchill. Well, Winston Churchill is dead as far as we know. We can pray for our grandfather or we can pray for, you know, a really long distant ancestor from several thousand years ago. It does not matter because time moves linearly for us, but time does not move linearly for divine. So when you offer a prayer that a very comfortable space be made or a very happy space be made or um, for a loved one or a friend that has passed on, even if they passed on years ago, they can still receive that at the precise moment that they need it. So don't ever let that stop you, that whole concept of time. That just, <laughs> that only works for us. Right. Um, right. And, I'm sorry? I, I was just agreeing with you. So you're, but you're oh, speaking, okay. I don't want to interrupt, but I just wanted to confirm. You're speaking about, I mentioned this person who said he was sending me um, pictures. He was an artist, and he was sending me pictures, and he was sending me one that was red. She's sending me art. And right. one, the most recent was red. What, I guess I'm not getting what he needs. Other than well, that, that's when we... exactly what I'm trying to tell you. He needs a space to be comfortable in. He needs you. He's asking you for a little bit of help. And that was the first thing I said was he's asking you yeah. for some help. So he yeah. speaks in paintings and in pictures, so that's why he's doing that. And the red is just showing distress. That's all. So what you can do is ask that he find a comfortable place, a place where he feels secure and happy. Okay. And or he finds comfortable energy in which to be in, or he can find comfort within himself. Any one of those things, but having to do with being comfortable and, and being um, feeling at peace and safe because okay. he doesn't always feel that. And that's what the pictures are about. So you're right on with that. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So then as others that come sense? to me, <laughs> yes, it makes a lot of sense. Um, Good. I guess in my life interaction with him, I did not recognize him as being in distress. But knowing what I do and having you point that out, I can feel that. Okay. I can understand that. Um, So as others come to me similarly, just make a space for them with whatever, whatever feeling is coming off of that dream. Yeah, you're going to need to do a little deciphering with your dreams. What is it that the person is asking for? Because most of the time that's what it is for you. Now, it's not always the case. Sometimes they're coming to say something or to give something. But most of the time, those that have passed on are coming to ask you for something. So that's the first thing that, you know, you need to recognize so that you can ask yourself well, what were, the, what were the signs and symptoms of this dream? What were the indicators of this dream? How can I decipher this 
to understand what it is that they need. And if you always put it into that kind of a context, they're asking me for something, it'll come to you pretty quickly, like right away, you know? Okay. Okay. So, for example, I dreamt of um, Sally the other day, and she was eating, and she was just eating, eating, eating. You know, that was your dream. I'm just making this up, right? And that means that person is needing nourishment of some nature. So then you start sending them nourishment or you ask the universe, it's much better. If you ask the universe, you ask the divine to send them nourishment or you ask them to be able to receive nourishment but they're eating so they're not eating, eating, eating because you see that's the problem. They're eating so much because they're not being nourished. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm just kind of um I feel like I need more tutoring around this type of work. <laughs> well, if you so can here's a great thing to understand that. Absolutely. Um there's there's a dream book by Denise Lynn and she's wonderful. Um I I apologize for that phone in the background, but I can't control it. Okay, um, so maybe just mute yourself for a second, okay? Um, so, and then you can unmute yourself when, it, when, you're, when I'm done. But um, thank you. So maybe what you can do is go online and buy the book by Denise Lynn. It's um, about dreams, and um, it's wonderful. She also has another one, and I... I'm not bringing up the title of it right at the moment, but I believe it is around um, dream work and meditation and shamanism or, or um, like vision quests kind of thing. Those will help you to decipher what it is that you are, you know, the, what the messages are of these dreams um, because it's all coming through in symbols, right? And it's easy for me to see the symbol and understand what it's about. And for you, you're just learning how to put some of that back into place. And I want to say it this way because it's true. It's more like a remembering for you. That's why I said putting it back into place. Thank you so much for calling, Miss Kathy. I hope that that helps you out. Thank you for putting yourself on mute. And, um, yeah, good luck with all of that. Awesome job. Thank you. And you were saying The Hidden Power of Dreams by Denise Lynn, L-I-N-N? Correct, L-Y, Y, L-Y-N-N, yes. Okay. So thank you for calling and let us know how that goes. And now we have um, callers. We have a caller from Washington, Colorado, Connecticut, a caller that starts with 925. And where do you want to go? Colorado, my hometown, my my home heart is in Colorado. So, yeah, let's go there next. Okay, let's welcome. Uh, well, hello, Cynthia. My name is Alyssa, the Green, the Green State. Um, so happy to talk to you. I talked with you last year when I was in a despair. You gave me a beautiful reading, and uh, it did come out true. And I want to thank you for that. Uh, I mean, to call uh, before. And uh, thank, thank you, you for calling thank back. You so much. And beautiful advice. Thank you. Uh, I'm 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 picky who I choose and I I can really feel my heart that your your true beauty of divine is is in it here with you and with this beautiful show. Um, I have a question, please. Will you please ask the beautiful Manitron and or Mount Michael? Um, I I need clarification because we people in this world they come and go. I always wish them the best. Um. Anywhere I even from driving, I always want to send love to them. But I have a question. I have a, I have a male friend, and like uh, I like to ask Metron if he is really my friend. Is he really my friend? Uh, and the how he is with me is he like that with with a lot of people? He he has a a business, but curious to see. 
if he uh, uh, does some other, like, pretends to be my friend, but he's not my friend, but I think he is my friend, really want to know he's my really divine friend, and I think he is going to be going through some changes. Uh, and I, and I really, he believes in, in the divine, but for the highest good, for, 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 anyway, I, I, I will stop talking. Any advice, please? Thank you. Okay, can you give me like a, either a first name or an initial, please? Uh, yes, I, it could be. Yeah. I'm going to give you initial F. F as in Frank. F. I just want to make sure I'm hearing the letter correctly. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Of your friend? Okay, great. Okay, yes. perfect. Thank you. Give me just a second. Um, okay, so we'll call him Frank. Why not? <laughs> um, so Frank is um, one of those people. He does have two sides to him. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a Gemini, but he does have two sides to him. Um, he could also be a Libra. We have two sides also. But um, anyway, or Scorpio, one of the three. But anyway, so he probably a Scorpio. Um, <laughs> he... Um, he is not always showing you his true self. So I think that's where you're coming up with this concept, this wondering, is he my friend and is he like this with other people as he is with me? Um, because I feel like you don't always get the, the full view of him. I personally, in looking at him, do not get the vibe that he's really very trustworthy, so you need to be mindful with him. And I feel like he is a friend to you when it serves him. He can be a friend to you, but he is not always a friend to you. I would obviously love to be able to say to you, oh, yeah, he's totally exactly who he shows himself to me, and, um, you know, you have a good friend in him. That would be a much happier thing for me to have to tell you, but I try to be as honest with people as I possibly can because I feel that's the only way I can really serve. And so, you know, I want to say that he's not always a good friend to you. He's not always a friend to you. Sometimes his motives are really more for him, more about him. And um, you need to kind of keep that in the back of your mind. And yes, he does treat others uh, the way he treats you. Um, yes, he he is pretty consistent that way. Um, so the, the face that he shows in business is um, pretty consistent. And that's a lot of what you see, but is that who he is in actuality? Not always. Does that help you? Yes. Yeah, I, I, okay. Yes. I, I had, you give me a beautiful clarification because I, I needed to know, because uh, he said that he was, he was different with me and he does paintings, and the other lady was saying paintings. I was kind of wondering, is that the same person she's speaking of? Yes or no? I'm sorry, that kind of came out a little um, choppy. I'm, I'm sorry, it must be the connection. Can you say the question one more time, please? Uh, we, we disconnected. Um, I'm sorry, Melissa. So, but we're going to continue with today. We have a take my call uh, user, and this is Pat from Connecticut. Hi. Thank you. How are you both? Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, but I feel awkward about this. Um, you'll understand as soon as I explain it. I'm 70 years old. I have a wonderful, delightful crush on a 58-year-old man who we've become friends. <laughs> and 
Are you there? Yes, I'm just I'm giggling oh, good, because that's good. heartwarming. I love that. It's heartwarming. <laughs> it, it really is. I'm just filled with joy because my heart's been shut down for decades. I'm doing ministry. It's opening up, so it just feels lovely to have these feelings. Um, there's very strong physical attraction, and um, I think it's much more simple as a male to just want sex. And I've gone back and forth and back and forth and realized I can't do that. Um, and I'm not really even unsure where he's coming from as far as depth. But I, I, yesterday I decided I can't do that, but I can have some intimacy with him, physical intimacy, massage or whatever. And that yesterday was just like, Oh great. I found my answer and I got so happy. But of course, you know, people can put up red flags, and I'm I'm at the extreme. Is this bad for my soul, or it's such a karmic connection? Because literally in two days, with no sense at all, we felt this attraction. I see. So, okay, um, give me a half a second to look at this. <clears throat> Okay. Well, your guides have a very interesting answer for you today. Um, it's not a straight up yes or a <clears throat> excuse me straight up no um, with regards to sexual relations with this man. Um, what the answer is, and I know that you asked more than this, but I'm starting here. Um, what the answer is. Um, is that you can, there are going to be times when it is completely appropriate for you if you want to have sexual relations with him to do that. Will that be all of the time? No. Will that be half of the time? Honestly, no. Will that be a quarter or a third of the time? Yes. So you can kind of pick and choose and, you know, if that's what you want to do, set it out first as, you know, we can do this this once, but don't expect to ever do it again. And then if you decide to do it again another year down the road or whatever, that's up to you. Um, But that's a very interesting answer, a very interesting way of looking at this. I want to say that I like this man. Um, his energy comes across as being um, very open and uh, enjoyable and um, fun in in some ways and kind of serious in other ways. Um, I feel like uh, he is multifaceted and that, yeah, you can see all these different sides to him. Um, as opposed to the person of the last caller where he only shows one face to the world and that's not always the right face. Um, But what I want to say is that the karma you have with him, it's not that I'm seeing it as being um, bad for you to be with him. As a matter of fact, I feel like you were brought together at this time to be able to resolve some karma. Um, So, you know, don't be surprised if resolving karma can come under the heading of physical intimacy because that can happen, and it can happen with you as well as with other people. It doesn't always happen that way, but... The, the, the universe doesn't work in just one mode. It, it has a lot of different ways of resolving a lot of different things. That's why earlier when I came on the show, I was saying to people, you know, know yourself, know your habits, know your tendencies, uh, know your conditioning, know, know how the world and life have conditioned you so that you can operate outside of those things 
and be very clear with what it is that you are choosing and why. As long as you do that, boy, you can stay in a space of resolving karma with this person as opposed to creating more. And wouldn't that be lovely? And what a nice bonus to be able to, like, enjoy intimacy with him at kind of the same time. Like, that doesn't always happen. So, woo <laughs> I'm really happy with this answer because it, it, asking most people feedback, it could be black and white. And literally, I, I was feeling the same thing. Yeah, it's black and white. There are issues, pros and cons. But then there's this whole other aspect, which you are confirming is resolving karma. If you resolve karma, does that mean then the relationship's done and you go on? Um, and I'm also hoping to have him as a lifelong friend. Well, now things have shifted, you see. Um, This is not about lifelong relationship. Um, Lifelong friendship you could do with him. Lifelong love relationship is not what is supposed to be this lifetime. So I, I again, wish I could say that is the way it's going to be, but... Um, honestly, that's not how I perceive it. I perceive it as it's a great thing for now, and it helps to resolve some things and moves you forward into the new, and that's what it's really all about. Right, right. No, I didn't think it would be a lifetime love relationship, but I do love the friendship. I cherish it. So I'm hoping to have that friendship carry on beyond anything sexual yeah i'm not seeing a problem with friendship um so you know again as long as you kind of keep your ideas and emotions in check and don't let things run away with you you'll be golden and thank you so much pat for that question so now before we go with uh, we're going to go to oregon with Teresa. she's a first-time caller I uh, wanted to uh, ask you a quick question with in the chat room. We have little fairy asking, will I have a love connection soon? Okay. I love the, the, the title, the handle, little fairy. So cute. So I want to answer little fairy this way. Sometimes it's not a bad thing to wait. So, not for six months. I wish I could say otherwise, but um, no, there's not a whole lot going on for the next six months. However, there is a really fun relationship that comes after that or right around that six months, seven months, uh, maybe as late as eight months, Mark, but I don't think so. I think it's more like the six or seven month Mark. And boy, lots of fun, really good energy, really great relationship could be a very long-term relationship. Let me say odds are like 80, 90% that this is a keeper relationship um, long-term, and that, you know, you are going to be head over heels and have a wonderful time, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, some, sometimes, yeah, it is a great thing to wait because the best is yet to come. Awesome. Awesome. Well, little fairy, let us know how that goes, and let's go to with Teresa in Oregon. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. I, hey, Teresa, just, no problem. I just made a big move, and I am hoping uh, for fresh new changes for myself, um, and I'm hoping that maybe I can meet someone, and I was wondering what you see for me. Gotcha. Well, Oregon is a beautiful place. It's something, uh, I mean, I I really enjoyed being 
in Oregon um, when I've been able to be there. Um, just gorgeous. So you chose well. Um, I, I see a lot of expectations around you. In the metaphysical world, you have some people that are like, oh, expectations, no bueno. And then you have some people that are like, oh, expectations are good. That's how you manifest. It's never that easy. It's never clear cut and dry. It's never black and white. If you have a lot of expectations that you are desperate for, it's back to the no bueno. It's not going to work out because that energy of desperation stops what it is that you're looking for from cunning. If you have openness and you are accepting and you are willing to just experience the flow of life as it comes, those expectations start uh, lining up like like little ducks, and they're standing at your door trying to break it down to get in. It's irony. <laughs> um, but there you go. I mean, that's like obviously, again, not black and white, but most of the time that's how it goes. That's how it feels to me for you, is that if you approach this change with gladness as you are expressing. Um, I know you have a little bit of trepidation in there. I would not blame you at all. I mean, that's the nature of a move. Um, But, you know, if you just kind of are really in a space of openness and you go with the flow and see where it takes you, you will find that those happy little ducks line up at your door, and in fact, actually really want to break it down. Um, So you will find things manifesting very well for you. One of the things that I want to say, because your guides are trying to make sure that I, I mention this to you, is that it can be lonely in Oregon in the first winter, and we're coming into winter. And so they're saying, get out there now. Meet people now. Don't wait. Um, Allow September and October to be the times that you are out and about um, making friends or or going to meetup groups or, um, you know, putting yourself out there to meet people. Um, because once the winter comes, you're going to find that you are more by yourself more than you would want unless you have stuck your foot in a bunch of doors. So um, this is a good time for you to really kind of step out of your comfort zone because that's not quite typically your nature to put yourself out there this much. Um, But do, it will be so well worth it. And you'll find that this first winter will go so much better than you anticipated if you do. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. makes a lot of sense. I'll have to do that. Great. And, you you know, sometimes it's so hard because, you know, I get that you're a little shy and I get that you – you know, you have a little bit of nervousness putting yourself out there sometimes. But – you know, try to to work with groups that you can trust, like like Meetup or stuff like that. Um, groups that maybe are hobby based, or you know, where where you can learn to do something, or a book club, or things like that, where where you will feel very safe and comfortable, and it'll take the edge off. And I think that you will just blossom. I I really feel like this could be a great place for you. But you've got to really get through this first winter. Okay? okay. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate so, uh, it. You're welcome. Just stack those odds in your favor, honey. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Teresa. Bye bye. So, are you ready uh, for one more? Let's go to Washington and bring Catherine to the show. Well, of course, Washington is right next to Oregon. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Home state. 
I understand winter. I understand dark and dreary winters, that's for sure. So what can I do for you today? And and I think you're Catherine, is that correct? Yes, and I have never gotten on before, so it's a great day. And I'm thinking a lot about my um, dad. Today would have been my dad's uh, 90th birthday. So sending him a lot of happy birthday thoughts. And um, for me, I am visiting back here, but I'm living now in New Mexico, and I've been um, doing a lot of things on the road, kind of like the nomad lifestyle that I feel is coming to a conclusion, but the next thing hasn't appeared yet. So I guess my question is, like dealing with limbo or when you're kind of ready for one thing to let go, but the new thing hasn't popped in yet. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, I'm looking at time frame here. And now I have to do math, not a strong suit. (laughs) Give me a second. Yeah, I don't need timelines. Okay. Um, So, uh uh-huh. Okay. So, um, Catherine, there is going to be this delay between um, the ending of the nomadic and the next thing. Um, and I, I feel it as frustrating. I feel it as um, kind of like um, that sense that I've been waiting a while and now I'm waiting again. And, and so I almost want to place that a little bit on, on the impatient side, although I don't tend to see you as being impatient. So no. um, it's curious to me. But I do feel like that energy is in there. And, you know, the, the end of this year is going to um, be a little bit of travel, but not a whole lot. It looks to me like the new really kind of comes into being more around June of next year. Could be as early Mm -hmm. as May, more likely July. But anyway, my point being that, um, you know, there's just going to be a lull. And we had an earlier caller that also had delay um, or, or had information around delays. And, you know, I don't feel like this has to do with anything you are doing or not doing. Um, and I don't feel like this has to do with universal timing either. I feel it has to do with just what I'm going to call dumb luck. Sometimes dumb luck plays in. Sometimes uh, we end things before the next is available and ready. Um, That does feel pretty right. So if you want to do a few more nomadic things longer than you anticipated to kind of uh, fill in the gap time, I would say that's a great idea because it looks to me like June, July time before you really are into the new. And Hello, you there, Catherine. Yes, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I didn't know if we had lost you because we lost a caller earlier, unfortunately. So I didn't know if we had lost you. Uh, does that help to answer your question? Um, not really. Or does it maybe bring your question? Okay. So what does what is what is the question then? Does it bring it into clearer focus? What what is the question then? If that's not where you're needing. No, but um, no, it just doesn't make me feel good to hear that. I mean, I was told completely opposite oh. that everything would come into fruition this fall. So next summer is completely different. It's always in the future. Whatever somebody tells me is going to be six months from now, and it never happens. That's interesting. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, well, 
please do let us know one way or the other. I don't tend to always go with what is the future. I go with the time frame that I am shown. Um, and I can be shown that it's right on top of the now when it is. Um, but I, I do hear what you're saying, and I am, I'm sorry for that. Um, but please do let us know because um, my time frames are pretty right on. They're pretty close. Like I'm usually within a couple of weeks. All right. Thank Good you, luck. Catherine. I hope, that, I hope that your other person is right. I hope that the other information is right. I would much prefer that for you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that sometimes um, I think that we are so focused in having this big whatever it is that we think our lives are going to or are waiting for, like this transformation that doesn't look anything like the life we have right now. That we miss the point, I think, Sati, that many times the journey there, that's what makes it interesting. But we are always trying to look ahead and more and different and spectacular, and, and we can see that the day at the Where'd you go? Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, there you are. We're having fun with connections today. <laughs> Please continue. Yeah, so, no, I finished. So okay, it was well, I pretty did, much I guess we, miss, the ending. we miss the, the now and the journey and the, the day by day, always looking for something grand. But I don't know what even we think that grand thing is. Yeah, no, I, I see your point. And, you know, the concept of it's a journey can sometimes bring frustration um, because, yeah, we, I think our society is becoming even more of an immediate society than it was before, if that's possible. Um, so I agree with what you're saying. And at the same time, I want to say that it's not really even the journey or what it is that we get. If, if we get exactly what we're looking for in the right now, it's more about the meaning that we apply to it. Either way, because that meaning is what nourishes us. That meaning is what sustains us. That meaning is what gives us life. Not always getting something. Sometimes that doesn't give us life. Sometimes that makes things much harder, much worse. Sometimes the delays are not about the journey. Sometimes they're just dumb luck delays, like I had said with one of the callers earlier. And, you know, I mean, that's life. Sometimes the bloom that we are looking for, or it opens late. But the one thing I can say is that it is always in the right timing. Whether that's our timing or not is beside the point. It is always in the right timing. And so I think, Miss Claudia, that, yeah, Trying to recognize the meaning in the moment, which is what I think you were trying to say, and recognize the meaning of what it is that we are calling for, what we're wanting to manifest, and how that will apply to our life means so much more than just the getting. So I'm going to leave everybody to ponder that. Where do you apply meaning in your life? When do you apply meaning to your life? And how does that change what you experience, whether it's good or bad, and whether it is what you wanted or not? I think that's a good note to end on. Thank you, Ms. Claudia, you. for allowing me to have this show today. Thank you to all of the callers for calling and giving us your time and being present with us. 
And, you know, I hope that only wonderful, beautiful things happen for all of you. Thank you, Miss Claudia, honey. Thank you as well. And remember, next month, uh, join us on October 13th for Sati's show. And if you want to have a one-on-one session with Sati, go to her website, seekingdivinity.com. Or write to Sati at Sati at B as in Brian, M as in Mary, S as in Sam, progression.com. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Body, mind, spirit, progression. Right, I'm sorry, I spoke over you. I apologize. Body, mind, spirit, okay. progression. That's what the BMS stands for. Did you know that? Body, mind, spirit. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Goodbye. Yep. All right, bye guys. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.